Welcome to the RedX Real Estate Podcast. Here, you'll discover how to create stability and opportunity for your business with tips, tricks, habits, and hacks from top performing agents. If you'd like to receive notifications for new episodes, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen. And for even more updates on eBooks, webinar trainings, and other useful real estate content, head over to theredx.com slash blog and click on any blog post to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Thanks for listening. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Red X Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Johnson, and we've got an exciting episode for you today. We have with us Stevie Hahn from Florida. How are you, Stevie? I'm doing awesome. Thank you for asking. Good, good. We're so happy to have you today. Uh, we're going to get into a lot of good information, um, and so I'm excited. But first, I want to tell people that are watching live with us to please chat in your questions throughout the show. Um, if, you, if you're watching on our website or Facebook or anything like that, just chat in your questions. We want this to be participatory, and, and you can ask Stevie all the things that um, you'd like to know. So why don't we get started, Stevie, with a little bit of a uh, introduction to who you are for people that don't know who you are. Could you just give us a little bit of a background and and your your history in real estate? Yes, absolutely. Well, first, thank you so much for having me on this podcast because you guys have interviewed some of my all-time favorite people that I've been following for years. So it really is an honor. Um, so I appreciate it. So um, yeah. I've had my real estate license for a little over five years. I feel like my story is a little bit different. I never had the expectation that I was going to do real estate full time. Yeah. I was working at a job. I was working at a restaurant as well. And my mom had her real estate license and kind of had planted the seed for me to get mine. And so I did. And I just thought, like, it'd be really cool to do a couple deals a year. I ended up hanging my license with a particular brokerage that I thought was going to help me get my business going and with training and stuff. And it just ended up not being what I expected. Not every brokerage is the same, right? But I really had thought, like, this isn't for me, and I don't think I can do this. And I ended up hanging my license at another brokerage. I only did one deal in that six months, hung my license with another brokerage, and I got this opportunity to work with a property management company. So long story short, I ended up for a year and a half, I was um, getting paid every two weeks to help rent out these properties. And it was great for me because I was new, I was learning, I was still going to training, I was getting paid every two weeks. But then after a year and a half, they had decided that they wanted me to leave where I was hanging my license and come work for them and uh, be on a salary. And I highly considered it. And I remember meeting up with one of my um, co-workers because I feel like sometimes in life, you're just like, I need someone to tell me like, which route do I need to yes. go? Yes. Like, <laughs> full-time now I'm going to be solely commissioned. I've left my other jobs. What do I do? And I remember sitting down with him. I'll never forget this day because he was like, you've been having your license for almost two years now. Like you've been going to all these trainings while you've been working with this property management company. Like you should give it a shot. And he believed in me. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And I really haven't looked back. And now it's been, you know, several, several years later, it's a one woman show over here and <laughs> things are going well. <laughs> wow. So you had somebody kind of help you take the leap. Do you think if you didn't have that person that you would have just 
gone a different route or? I mean, really, it was just like a lunch. And I was just like, hey, you know, I had this opportunity to go and make a salary, which it was at the time, it was like $50,000. And to me, I felt like this is good. Like that would be comfortable. And he had said to me, he was like, you have more potential than that. And you could make so much more money than that. And I really think that you should give this a shot. And I was like, well, let's just give it, give it a shot and just see what happens. And then I went in all in. That's awesome. Well, well, I feel like a lot of people would take that comfortable choice because a lot of people get into real estate because they want to make more money or they, they want to work for themselves or things like that. But you actually had an opportunity elsewhere that seemed pretty comfortable so that I admire that while you just taking the leap and and hoping for the best right but also because the business was going to be in your hands how much money you were going to make was going to be in your hands right so I'm sure that was also a good selling point to go into real estate (laughs) yes but like when people say like oh I'm so nervous you know commission based and yeah Yeah. I'm like I totally get it. It is a risk and it's scary, but if you're willing to put in the work, you can be successful. That's awesome. So much potential, which is awesome. So then I kind of want to get into what has made you successful and uh, the success that you've had. Um, so just to start, like, what what did you do in the beginning um, that worked for you? Do you do you still do the things that you did in the beginning? Um, just just kind of how did you? start and now where you are now okay so when i first got started you know you do so much as a real estate agent and you don't even get paid for these things you're going to training (laughs) you're getting certifications you're doing open houses you're sitting you're doing floor duty you're touring new construction you're touring resale and we're not getting paid for any of those things right and i was leveraging everything that i was doing on social media i was um i'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm posting on there like crazy. And what had clicked with me in the beginning was I started running into my friends. I started networking with other people, other business owners, and they were like, wow, it looks like you're crushing it. I had never said I had a closing. I was just showing all wow. the things doing and I was like okay this is clicking for me and this I think is working and people want to see somebody with really good work ethic right like this is your biggest investment you're that you're selling or that you're purchasing and you want somebody that does this full-time that's knowledgeable that's excited about it and that you truly feel like um is going to help you through that whole process because it's very overwhelming for people. So in the beginning, I, you know, not only did I post things on social media, but you don't just show up on social media and the business (laughs) comes flooding in your door, right? So I was doing open houses. I was crazy. I would do three open houses a weekend, two on Saturday, one on Sunday. So I was meeting a lot of people with those open houses, but I also networked with lenders and I had connected with Mm -hmm. all of them on social media. So they saw everything that I was doing throughout the week, right? They saw me doing three open houses a weekend. They wanted to partner up with somebody like that. They saw potential in me and they started to give me leads. And that just like lifted up my confidence to get some experience. Financially, it helped. So I was able to dabble in some other things. And that's what was really helpful. Also, floor duty during the week as I'm like getting ready for my open houses. Anytime someone walked into our beach office, like they knew they were going to see me there if I didn't have appointments. So I was in the Mm -hmm. office. I was answering all those phone calls. Not that we were getting a million um, 
listing appointments from that, but I got some and that was enough to help, you know, propel me forward. So it was really beneficial. But those were like the couple of things that I did in the beginning that were so helpful. Wow. You really like hit the ground running is what it sounds like. Because I mean, even when you're posting yeah. about all the things that you're doing and you haven't even had a deal yet, like that, I think gets others people excited and the people that you said like that wanted to work with you because of your work ethic. That's amazing. You just have to put it out there for people to see and yeah. put yourself yeah. in places like your open houses, put yourself in places where you are going to meet yeah. these people and lenders and things like that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Always networking. Also, I started hosting events from the get-go. Like as soon as I left that property management company, I started hosting events and it wasn't that I was doing client appreciation events or past, you know, clients because I didn't have any yet. Right. So I, I put on networking events. I obviously, you know, it's so easy to get people to events that are other lenders, insurance companies, home inspectors, people that you've partnered up with, like they want to come show support. But then I would also reach out to, you know, I have friends who have side hustles. I have friends who have other businesses, you know, my hair girl, my massage therapist, like all these people I know inviting them, trying to show up and provide value to them. And I feel as though if you're hosting events, there's like this sense of credibility that comes behind it as, you know, like, yeah. okay, she's hosting these events and they're busy. I would have a professional photographer come and they're not expensive. You can get vendors to help sponsor these events for you, help out a photographer who's just getting started, leverage them, market them like crazy, introduce them to people at the networking event to help build up their businesses. There's ways to go about the events without having to spend a lot of money. Wow. This is awesome. You've, you've given us so much information in just like five minutes. So there's like so much I want to get into. Um, and so in the beginning, then if you could go back, would you change anything that you did or give, I mean, a lot of our people that are watching are new agents, they're solo agents. Um, a lot yeah. of people just want to know how to get their feet wet and things like that. Like, would you have changed anything or what advice would you give to someone who is stepping into it for the first time? So I would not change anything, but one thing that I did do was help renters, which I know a lot of real estate agents are like, I do not want to help renters because I don't want to make any, I, I'm not going to make any money off that. And I get it. But when you're sitting out and you're not making any money, a couple hundred bucks is better than nothing. And right. oh my gosh, like, it's so funny. Um, those renters that I moved in those houses, I kept in touch with everybody and then they, when it was time for them to buy, I converted them and was able to help them buy. I shared this video the other day. It was so funny. Face, you know, Facebook memories has the on this day app and yeah. it was, I think yesterday or the day before this video came up of me in front of this rental property four years ago. I was promoting this rental property all on social media and um, I held, I found the renter for that property, right? The sweetest military family from San Diego. I moved them in there. I kept in touch with them. And then about a year and a half ago, I helped them, uh, buy a brand new house. I kept in touch with them and, and yeah, I didn't make a lot of money in the beginning, but then I just, you know, made thousands of dollars off of them recently and a friendship too. But what was oh, just yeah. like full circle about it was she had commented because I shared the video because in the video I was so quiet so timid shy I mean I was like hi I'm T 
Here's my local property. Like, it was horrible. <laughs> like, it was, it was so bad. It was good. But she had messaged me after she saw that video. She was like, oh, my God, Stevie, like, you've grown so much. Thank you so much for helping us. I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, I helped you get in that house. And then I helped you recently, like, buy this other house. It was just, like, it's just amazing. You can do so much in such a short period of time and grow. So it yeah. was just, like, it was really cool to see. And, and you make it sound so fun. Like, oh, I'm just staying in touch with these friends that I helped get into this rental property. And so do you have like a system that you put in place? Like I reach out to these people yeah. this many times or what does that look like for you? So um, first of all, I'm definitely adding them on social media. Anywhere I can. Okay. LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram so that they can see all the things. And then throughout the year, like I can simply chime in, check in with them on these platforms and I feel like it's less salesy. Like you're commenting on their oh, yeah. their vacation or their kids' photos and able to like keep keep in touch that way. But um, I also do several things throughout the year. So um, like after their first year, I send them like a house ornament. Um, I also send oh, out our Jacksonville Jaguar football magnet to them. I'm sending them a Christmas card. Um, I'm sending them a market update on their property. So they're getting mailers from me like several times out of the year. And just honestly, with those two things, and even like during, you know, all of the COVID craziness, I just called everybody and I was just like, hey, how's it going? Do you need anything? And we just talked about what was going on. I feel like it's just important being genuine and we're in a relationship business. And that's pretty much it. Like just touching base with them all throughout the year. So that when it comes time that they need to buy or sell, who else are they going to think of? <laughs> right. Especially if you're on like their social feed too, just yeah. like scrolling through, oh, look, Stevie's doing this or she's selling yeah. a house or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and so for the people that haven't seen, because I've, I've seen your social media and it's so positive and bright and exciting. Yeah. Um, so for those that haven't seen your social media, what's what's kind of your strategy and what do you post on there so that people do when they come across you like, oh yeah, I need Stevie to come sell my house. <laughs> so I feel as though I am very real and authentic and I show a lot of real estate things behind the scenes of my day, my office, my appointments, what happened at the appointment, um, training, certifications, anything that I'm doing real estate-wise, but also plugging things, um, you know, my workouts, things that I'm into, mm. food, drinks, places around Jacksonville, like new places that I've checked out and I really like for <laughs> events, festivals, all those things, just sharing the day-to-day -day things I, I'm a storyteller so Instagram stories mm -hmm. like people love that and mm -hmm. I just I I don't care what and this has taken me a long time to get to this point truly but I don't care what others think of me and I'm not over analyzing and I don't mean that in like some mm -hmm. way but I feel as though like I'm gonna attract people who do like me and who do look like my personality and all my right. business is coming from social media. So all my clients, like, they already love my personality. They already love me. They want to work with me. And that's great. And if, I'm sure some people might come to my feed and they're like, it's too much. She's not for me, whatever the case is. And, like, that's great because then you're just like, I don't want to be surrounded by someone who doesn't like my personality or doesn't want to work with me. But I know that especially women just really overanalyze, like, that particular post or that video or didn't say it right. I didn't look the right. caption. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I how I sound. Like we all have these things that we are insecure about. And mm -hmm. I just 
post. I don't overanalyze it. I just post and whatever I'm insecure about, no one is probably even noticing. So I just feel like showing up and being true, being your true authentic self is what has really helped me shine. I'm not like perfect. That. And I feel like I, I share that all the time. Like I'm not perfect. I'm just wearing me and how I do things, you know? Well, and I like that because I like following people and especially like uh, people that I've never met in person and I'm following them and they're like really genuine and posting. I feel like I know them even when I haven't actually met them. Right. And I think that is the ideal is like you said, you already kind of filter out the people that you don't want to work with because they're not going to want to follow you or whatever anyway. Um, and so then that it feels like it kind of beats out the middleman. If you make, if that makes sense. Um, and then they, they know exactly what they're getting into. Yes, like when you're going to a listing appointment and you're not having to compete with other real estate agents and they have mm. already made the decision to work with you because they already know, like, and trust you. They know you're going to work hard. They know that you're going to market their property like a crazy person because that's just <laughs> what I do. And I just, that's that's such a blessing and so amazing that I'm going into listing appointments. It's not that I'm like, I hope I get it. I'm competing. It's really very rare for me to be competing with another real estate agent. And so it's just nice to go in and you're just having normal conversations with them. They already know so much about you. It's not like you're meeting this person for the first time. You've connected on social media before. It's really ideal for me. I love it. That's awesome. Well, and so the, on the alternative, like, what do you think agents do wrong with social media that maybe doesn't work for them or, or that they could be doing better? Um, what do you think? What I think um, real estate agents are doing wrong on social media. Um, you know, one thing might be not showing up enough. So, like, hmm. people don't know their credentials. They don't know what they're doing. Um, or they don't even know, like, where are they located? You know, I have agents that follow me and I'm like, if I have to be like, where are you located? Like, that's not a good sign. <laughs> like, you should be like, screaming Jacksonville, Florida, realtor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, maybe not showing up enough and um, over analyzing what they are posting on there. Um, I don't know. I mean, we all do things so differently. So I hate to like judge and be like, don't do well, that. I, I like that though, because everybody kind of has their own style and I think that's okay. Because oh, if, if everybody is trying to imitate the same thing or then it's not authentic, like you said, like right. you, you pride yourself in being genuine. Um, and so if they're trying to be like Stevie or they're trying to be like somebody else, then that's not genuine. And then they're not going to reach the people that they want to reach. Right. Would you say that's correct? Yeah, absolutely. There's, you know, a lot of, I love, I, I always will promote coffee and contracts. I love coffee and contracts.com is great for real estate agents because it has all these social media posts for you. It has these flyers, oh. open signs, like all these things that you can customize on Canva. It's great fillers for social media. Like if you really are not doing anything that day and you really have no idea what to post, like there is all these captions and beautiful posts on there for you to utilize. But what I've seen is like, I'll promote coffee and contracts and then I'll look at their, their Instagram and it's like literally all coffee and contracts, like stock photos. And you have no idea what this person looks like, who they are, where they're at. 
And it's like, come on, girl, like you need to talk a little bit about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. That, that's, <laughs> I mean, if you, I, I, and I was thinking as well, like for agents who get on social media and they're trying to post as much as they can or whatever, I can hear just now people saying like, well, I don't want to sound too salesy or I don't want people to oh. think that I'm 100% real estate or they, you know, that I'm not actually a yeah. real person or anything. How do yeah. you combat that? Do you put like, is it tasteful or what do you do? I guess, you know, I'm not always showing up like, hey guys, anyone looking to buy or sell? Yeah. But <laughs> like nonchalantly, you know, plugging that you are a realtor. Like I just revamped my home office. So I'm like, here's my home office. Do, you know, I show my board, all these things. Just showing what you're doing. I feel like it's not being like this super salesy person. And that's why I also mentioned like, plugging things that you're into hobbies and, and stuff like that so you're not just like down people's throat with real estate because i mean who really wants to see you know like when people post like just their listings and what just sold that is not interesting at all like <laughs> i don't get any likes i feel like i do those posts sporadically because yeah. i want people to see like i do actually have business but <laughs> I feel so that's not interesting and what people um, engage with the most and what gets the most engagement, the most likes is posts with me in it, me doing something or sharing something, coming up with providing value for people. That's what people want to see. Right. That's so it's really just like recording your day, basically. Um, and then that's that's genuine, because if anyone else was recording their day, like, yeah, I work, I do this for work and it's like oh, yeah. normal. So <laughs> I, posted, um, I posted yesterday on my YouTube, a, I did, I recorded my whole day. So I vlogged my whole day yesterday and posted it this morning as like a day in the life of a realtor. And those videos that I posted on my YouTube have the most views, like really? behind the scenes, I guess I'm just, I'm literally just showing like what I'm doing, where I'm going. And I, I shared like, how did I get that client? Hmm. Yeah. And I, a lot of success and I've heard like from even YouTube videos of people posting vlogs, which are just like videos of them living their life. And people are the most interested in that, which makes I, sense. I, we're kind of nosy. We're kind of nosy. Yeah. people. We want to know what you're doing. And especially for agents who are looking at you that, that see you, uh, see your success. They obviously want to watch what you're doing. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. Well, oh, honestly, cool. I love seeing other real estate agents that do that because yeah. it fires me up. It motivates me. That's why I've been attracted to people like we were talking earlier before we hopped on, like Brian Casella, Colton Lindsay, Ricky Carruth, all these people who show up on social media so much, providing value for people and sharing like their day. And I love seeing that. And it fires yeah. me up. I'm like, oh, look at Brian. He's freaking already done five live videos today. <laughs> been door knocking. Oh, all these things and then we're like all right gotta get together like i think i've heard this from other real estate agents too like them seeing my stories like it fires them up it gets them excited and i think that's that's great that's the point right community and social media is it, it can bring us together and and inspire us and all that stuff which is awesome um and, and there i have a few couple questions from people in the chats um andrew asks are there any tools you use to post to several problems at once or do you upload and post one by one what kind of like other than like you said you use coffee and contracts but what other like resources do you use to maximize your social media 
Let's see. So I used to use Hootsuite, which I'm sure a lot of people have heard of Hootsuite, where you go mm -hmm. in on the platform, you plug the content, the photo, and the caption, and you can uh, shoot it out to all these different websites, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. I used to do that. <laughs> Um, and I feel like that was really helpful, but at the same time, I feel like people want to see me like in the moment and okay. since I, I don't overanalyze anything. It doesn't take me any time. Like, I take one photo, I post it, I take that video, I post it. So I have no fancy apps or anything that are doing things for me. It's truly me showing up, posting, um, and yeah. That's awesome. And it sounds so organic and natural. And, and, and Jamal asked another question. He said, do you have a schedule when you post, which from what I'm hearing is you kind of just take a picture and post it whenever you want. Have you found a lot of success yeah. in that? Yeah. I just think like, I, I am really busy and I have enough mm -hmm. schedules and calendars to look at and that just adding that to me, I don't think it's beneficial, but I do think if you, I don't struggle with social media posts, right? Like right. I'm on it that it's like something I'm good at done. But if you are struggling and you do feel like you need a schedule, I would suggest like setting an alarm on your phone, like one in the morning, one in the afternoon to alert you to get something out there, get some kind of content out there. But I just haven't struggled with that. So that's great though. <laughs> if you don't have a problem, because I feel like even for me, I, I never post on social media. I, it's just my personal account, right? That my family yeah. and friends follow or whatever, but I never post anything. I think, I mean, I got married a year ago and I posted about that and that was, that was about it. And so like, um, but I think especially in, in your space and in real estate, you want to post all the exciting things about your life, post about, Hey, I'm going out to this open house or whatever. You should come check it out. And just like, it seems so exciting even from like what i saw from your social media it just you make real estate seem really fun and i bet that's why a lot of people are drawn to you and like you because you're like oh this is this is fun i'm just like hanging out and having i'm making friends and like selling houses and all that stuff yeah oh. no that that's what i love is just you know my business comes from linkedin facebook and instagram and i love yeah. the messages the phone calls of I've been following you and they kind of feel a little weird about it. They're like, I haven't said anything to you before. Um, it's been years or whatever the case. I'm like, don't even worry about it. Like this, <laughs> I love calls like this and this is, I'm totally used to it. But yeah. um, what really keeps me going with it is like, just like looking at my board right now, like looking at where each lead has come from and these platforms like motivates me to keep going and keep showing up on them. Yeah. Um, and also like, I just have the most amazing opportunities from social media. Also like a lot of my best friends I've met from social media, but it's what honestly pays my bills and what works and I enjoy it. So that's you know, awesome. I love it. And Jamal asked another question. He asked, do you use the Instagram stories more or are you posting on your regular feed more? Um, so I'm doing Instagram stories like all throughout the day. And then okay. I, I try to do one post a day on my feed. That's awesome. 
Okay, cool. Um, and, and what you said earlier too, uh, just about the community and all the opportunities that it's open for you. Um, so for, for agents who feel maybe intimidated by other people's social media accounts, maybe they don't have a lot of followers, mm -hmm. which is probably the hardest part is just getting started. Um, what could you just give us like a couple of examples of, of what to post, like uh, post this or post that or, or what has been, uh, I know you shared a little bit about what's been successful for you, but for those who kind of are intimidated, what do you think? Well, I will say that a lot of people do reach out to me and they're like, I only have um, 500 followers or a thousand. Mm. I feel like that follower count really doesn't matter. So just get that negative oh. like out of your mind. Because let's yeah. say you, you post a video or a photo and a hundred people like it or a hundred people see it or see your mm -hmm. Instagram story, whatever the case is. Just think if you had to get a hundred people into a room, how much time that would take just marketing that, how much yeah. money that would cost you, time to even drive there and drive back home. And you didn't even have to go anywhere. Like you were already out an appointment or you were at your house and a hundred people saw that content that day. To me, that amazes me. Like thousands of people see my Instagram story a day and I'm like, what? Just <laughs> thank God I'm not in a room with all those people. Like, thank God I can just be in my house and just do this Instagram story, right? So it really takes the pressure off of it. But I just feel like, think of it in that aspect. If you were to do a webinar or a seminar or something, an event, you'd have to spend money and take up a lot of time. Okay. And so, you know, even if it's you have 50 followers, that's 50 people. That's a lot of people like seeing your content, right? So yeah. I just not overanalyzing like something like that or comparing yourself to somebody who has thousands of followers or hundreds of thousands of followers. Like it doesn't matter. Um, okay. So when it comes to like content ideas, I think, let me look at my feed. <laughs> oh, great. That's perfect. <laughs> so, you know, I do like to plug, um, ever so often, like I just listed, just sold. And even if you don't have listings yet, you can still ask a realtor in your office who has a new listing and is like, I did this all the time. I was like, Hey, can I post that listing of yours on one, two, three main street on my Facebook? And people be like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like the more marketing, the better. Like hardly any agents ask me that. And I, that amazes me because I'm like, you could be leveraging yourself like crazy on social media, but, right. um, you know, posting that, I think posting market stats, like those two things are so kind of salesy and I feel like leave it to a minimum, but still throwing mm -hmm. it out there sporadically because you want to see people want to see like the market. They want to see the stats. They want to see some people are numbers people and do want to see that. But what I get the most engagement on are like things around town. Like you could just shout out another restaurant and share some of, you know, you went out to eat. We all go out to eat and you could share like, Hey, I went to this new place posting a photo of the food, of the drink, of the establishment. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be in it. And you could be hashtagging like crazy and tagging them. And, um, so that's just like one post idea. But let's see, like, you know, you doing things around town, like a buyer consult or in your office, uh, closing pics. People love that. Photos of people like in front of their sign for their new construction. Oh, yeah. Which is nice. And you can literally Google like what post like real estate content, and it'll be like thousands of websites and ideas that come up. 
That's awesome. And what I like about this as well is social media. Um, with the whole pandemic and and things like I, I know for our area, we're actually like we're buckling down a little bit and closing more things. Um, and so who knows what's going to happen with the pandemic. But it, on social media, it doesn't matter because you can be posting from anywhere at any time, whether there's a pandemic out there or not, that you can it seems like you can always rely on social media. How, has your strategy changed at all since the pandemic or has it stayed pretty consistent? I would say everything's pretty much stayed the exact same. There was this mm -hmm. one week where I, you know, it was like right when everything shut down. Like I had just heard about the coronavirus and then like everything was shut down like yeah. weeks later. <laughs> other states were shut down real estate wise. And I was, it was like this one week, all this happened and I was taking on like several listings. So I'm spending a mm -hmm. lot of money <laughs> and uh, I had someone very close to me saying, like, you couldn't take on those listings and, you know, th things aren't going to end up closing. And at the end of the day, I just had to say to myself, look, all I can control is myself and how I react. So if, you know, other things are shut down real estate wise, it may happen in Florida. I have no idea and I can't control it. So I'm just going to do my job as a real estate agent and keep, I'm going to take it day by day. And we're gonna, I'm going to keep getting my clients to that next step. And I'm going to do everything as normal. And if we get down to closing day and it doesn't happen, well, it's out of my control. And I did my, I did the best job that I could. And mm -hmm. it didn't, we never ended up shutting down or anything. And I just feel like always having this positive attitude, no matter what's happening around us and just keep moving forward. And I just kept showing up on social media. Like I wasn't going to the office anymore. I was in the house working. I was doing a million zoom calls a day. I was like, <laughs> gonna have time to chill but yet my schedule is packed with like back-to-back -back zoom calls and yeah. i just so it's you're only affected if if you let it you know yeah that is really good advice focusing on yourself focusing on your business what you can control because yeah. i mean you could worry about so many things right um and you would go crazy if you're always focusing on the things that you can't control so i think that is perfect Absolutely. advice as well um, and Stevie, I'm just curious for myself, how successful is your social, like what percentage of your business do you think comes from social media or social media influences um, to the, to your, I don't know, I guess you a lot of your past clients follow you on social media yeah. and stuff like that. So um, what do you think, if you could put it on like a number? I have a Google sheet and last quarter, it was like 75%. And then there was wow. like, the other 25% was like broken down a little increments of like different things. Like realtor referrals is, um, was a huge percentage of that. And then, um, like open houses I've done really well at still, like I still do open houses for my listings and that's been really beneficial, but social media, like literally my Excel spreadsheet says LinkedIn, Instagram, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, or, or client referral. Like it's, mm. it's everything. And, you know, I, the listing, I did photos yesterday on a listing and her and I had been Facebook friends and she called me up and was like, I'm ready to sell. And it called me up as if I knew who she was. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, is this is fabulous. So it, it's just a huge part of my business and just my life in general with, with, like I said, with friends and amazing, amazing opportunities. So I just listed my first new construction home for a builder, which is a pretty big deal for a real estate agent. It's definitely something that I wanted to accomplish. And he found me on Instagram. 
and he owns like 25 houses in Jacksonville. I'm like, this is such a great contact for me. And I just, I just think whenever I feel like I don't want to post or show up, I just think where, where else would I be? Where would my business be if I wasn't showing up on these platforms and, and, you know, having these amazing friendships and opportunities. So yeah. And there's so many ways to get business in real estate. Like there's, I mean, some people prefer cold calls, other people prefer door knocking. Um, but social media seems like it's really just being yourself and putting it out there is, is what it seems like. And it seems like it's such a good alternative. Um, and it, I mean, it's working for you. So it seems, I don't know that that would be a really smart strategy to implement into somebody's business if they haven't already or to just maximize on it because i mean it, just looking at your success it's it's definitely working they have this uh persona that like oh when she says post on social media like okay i'm gonna do three posts a day but it's just so much more than that it's about engaging with people like anytime they comment i'm commenting back when someone sends me a DM on Instagram, I'm sending back a video message to them or a voice memo wow. or at least a, a text back. But usually it's like a voice memo or a video back. And whenever I'm going to like an event or I'm hosting an event, I am reaching out to everybody, inviting them. If I, you know, I make so many friends from these platforms, I'll reach out to them and be like, hey, I'm going to this yoga class. Would you be interested in going with me? Like actually taking the friendship like offline and them actually meeting you in person is, I yeah. feel like it's what has been so helpful. It's so much more than just like, oh, let me post a million times right. a day. <laughs> Like, no, you've got to like talk to people. You got to be social. You got to engage and send these video replies back and, and, and actually get together with people and network, you know? So yeah, you're in the business of people. So you should really like, uh, use social media to, to build on your community and, and meet new people. I'm sure that you wouldn't know a lot of people that, you know, had you right. oh, yeah. had social media not been a thing. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So. That's awesome. Well, Stevie, we're, we're coming to the end of our time here, but I want to ask just one, one last question. Um, do you have any final advice or final thoughts that, that we didn't get into that you want to mention here at the end? Um, I guess like, I feel like my mom gave me the best advice when I got my real estate license. And that was like, this business is hard. Deals are going to fall through. People are going to lie and you're going to make mistakes, but you are going to learn from those mistakes. It's going to make you a better real estate agent and just keep showing up, keep providing value to people and it'll work out for you in the end. But I just think that like having this expectation like that, oh, we make so much money and it's easy and it's so flexible. Like I don't, you're not successful if that's how you're living. If you're yeah. like not available this weekend, well, <laughs> you know, it just like doesn't make any sense to me. And I, it just like, I don't know. It like irks me when other real estate agents say that. And I'm like, there's nothing flexible about this schedule. <laughs> <laughs> it's, tough. It's, a tough, it's a really, really tough business. And, you know, I had a friend call me the other day and um, she's like, I'm thinking about getting my real estate license. And I kind of was like, okay. And I told her how it is. I was like, it's really tough. If, if you don't have a huge fear, which she doesn't, I was like, you got to be willing to make cold calls. You got to be willing to door knock. You got to be willing mm -hmm. to like go out and meet a lot of people every single day. It's, it's, I know I make it look super fun, but I just was like, I want to be realistic. 
I don't want to sugarcoat this. Like, yeah. this is a really, really hard business. And, um, you know, I, it might have been a little bit tough, like me telling her that. She probably didn't want to hear that. But at the end yeah. of the day, like, I want to be honest about it to someone who's a new real estate agent. You know, it's it's not an easy business. I love it. And there's nothing else I would rather do. But it's certainly not easy. And that's what I love about being able to host these podcasts because I talk to people who are hard workers. Like you cannot be successful in real estate if you're not a hard worker and you're willing to put in all of the late nights and the the blood, sweat, and tears that it takes. Yeah. Blood, um, and tears is right, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so I just love it because I get inspired. And, and so I, I appreciate you coming onto the show today to talk about the hard work that you've put in your business so that you can hopefully help other agents who, who might be struggling or whatever, um, to, to spark a fire in them as well. So thank you so much, Stevie, for coming on thank here you. and being our guest. This has been awesome. Um, and no, we didn't do, match on purpose. That was totally just <laughs> fall but um, fall. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> um for all those who are watching live with us thank you so much for watching and thank you for asking your questions and all things like that we will be back here on friday at 1 30 so um and and if you aren't subscribed already to the podcast if you just want to go to the redx.com forward slash podcasts and then put your email into the little pop-up you will get uh, notifications every time we have a new episode but i think that wraps up for today and we will see you guys friday Bye.